9th century Britain was a time of heroes, conquerors, and bloodshed. The Vikings and Saxons were at each other's throats, with the Saxons resisting the raids and wars waged by the heathen Norsemen. Guthrum was a Viking warlord who would go on to lead a fragment of the great heathen army. His very name would make Saxon kings tremble in fear. Guthrum would fight alongside the sons of the legendary Ragnar Lothbrok, and would be the scourge of Wessex, bringing the kingdom to its knees. This is his story. Barely anything is known about the early life of Guthrum, but he is estimated to have been born in the year 835. We do know that he was a nephew of Horik II, the King of Denmark and that Guthrum was a failed candidate for a share of the Danish throne. Due to his failure, he was driven out of Denmark and would live as a pirate for some time, raiding and plundering to make his way. Guthrum was a noble living in exile, and his failures and spite would lead him to gather a large number of ships and attack his uncle in a planned offensive. King Horik was killed in battle by his nephew Guthrum, who was attempting to invade his kingdom. All of his chief men were also put to the sword. According to Saxo Grammaticus, the author of the Deeds of the Danes, Horik the Younger would become king at nine years old. So although Guthrum had tasted the glory of victory in battle, he still wasn't a king. Many Danes had heard great tales of lands to the west and how the sons of Ragnar had gone to England to avenge the death of their father. Songs would be sung of how they were burning and ravaging the lands, and how they were sacrificing kings to their pagan gods. So Guthrum would take his chances, and would take his dragon-headed longships west to England, abandoning his claim in Denmark. The great heathen army arrived in England in the year 865, they were led by Ivar the Boneless, Hafton Ragnarsson, and Ubba, who were legendary warriors in their own right. It is unknown what year Guthrum's force would join the great heathen army, but it was some time before the year 871. At this point, countless battles had been fought between the Vikings and the Saxons, and the land of England had been completely transformed. The countryside was regularly set on fire, and emptied of all resources, and rivers of blood would stain the soil. The north of the country had fallen to the Vikings, and they were heading south, with Guthrum now becoming one of the army's leaders. In Wessex, King Ethelred had died, and due to the circumstances of the Vikings pressing south, the crown passed to Alfred, the king's brother, instead of his son. Alfred knew how desperate the situation was for Wessex and its people, with all of their efforts being futile, as the Vikings could simply not be beaten. The heathens also controlled virtually all of the eastern half of the kingdom, and had conquered the other three Anglo-Saxon kingdoms. Wessex stood alone as the last kingdom. In a desperate attempt to stop the slaughter, Alfred sued for peace with Halfdan and Guthrum, the organisation of the great heathen army was questionable, with the leaders of the warbands all having different goals. Ivar the Boneless had taken much of the army north, 
and his brother Abba was also under command of a contingent of the great heathen army. Halfdan and Guthrum's priorities laid with conquering Wessex and bringing King Alfred to heel. Alfred was always on edge, expecting raids or attacks from the Vikings. He would keep his Saxon warriors blocking Viking access to Wessex through the Thames River. However, Alfred underestimated Guthrum, who split his heathen army in half. In the dead of night, some of his mounted warriors slipped across the river and captured the port city of Wareham. Alfred would once again offer a peace, knowing he was losing this war. Guthrum accepted, and both sides exchanged hostages. Guthrum, however, did not keep his word. He had all the hostages killed, and sent his army to capture the fortress of Exeter. Guthrum and his forces would go on to ravage much of Wessex, and with no forces defending the landings of the Thames River, Guthrum could now sail into the heart of Wessex at will. Alfred also didn't have a fleet, so he literally had to watch these events unfold without being able to do anything. During the winter of the year 877, Guthrum launched a full-scale attack on King Alfred's stronghold at Chippenham. The timing of his attack also shows Guthrum's cunning. He waited until Christmas to attack, so the Saxons were celebrating and would be unaware of an assault. Guthrum's forces would storm into Chippenham and kill all in their path. Alfred's own personal bodyguards were slain, with the king barely escaping with his life. Alfred's power in Wessex was no more, and Guthrum was now in control. In addition to Guthrum taking the last Saxon-controlled kingdom in England, his army was reinforced when Ubba Ragnarsson arrived with fragmented forces of the great heathen army. Alfred was now the king of nothing. He had been outclassed and outwitted. He went into exile to the marshes of Somerset, and the likelihood that he would regain the throne was but a fool's hope. Alfred had just lost everything, but he was a strong man with a will of steel. He would continue to inspire those that had not abandoned him, that they could still win this war, and from his exile in the marshes, he came up with a strategy to take back his lands. Alfred would wage a guerrilla type of warfare against the Vikings and would wear them down in hit-and-run skirmishes. Alfred's resistance and the fact that he was willing to die for his cause and never give up motivated and inspired the Anglo-Saxons who would hear whispers of his efforts. Luck was also on Alfred's side as the legendary warrior Abba Ragnarsson would die in battle along with the bulk of his army when he encountered Elderman Odder of Devon. By Easter of the year 878, Alfred had left the marshes and was rallying whatever Saxons remained loyal to him. He knew that he had to crush the great heathen army with one decisive battle. Many warriors answered Alfred's call to war, and once he believed his army was ready, they would march toward Eddington. Eventually, Alfred's Saxon forces would meet Guthrum's Viking army in 878. 
Alfred's warriors would confront the Norsemen, who had formed a dense shield wall. Guthrum and his forces were fighting for the annihilation of Wessex, whilst Alfred's forces fought for their own lands, their lives, and the future of their wives and children. The battle was a shower of blood. The chronicler Asa describes the battle. Alfred overthrew the pagans with a great slaughter, and smiting the fugitives, he pursued them as far as the fortress. After the battle was won, Guthrum and his Viking forces retreated to their fortress. Alfred would take away all of their resources, and after two weeks of starvation, Guthrum sued for peace. He gave Alfred his solemn oath that he would leave his kingdom immediately. Guthrum would agree to a peace with Alfred, outlined in the Treaty of Wedmore, where Guthrum had to become baptised to endorse the agreement and to allow him to rule legitimately over his Christian vassals. Guthrum would be baptised and adopted the baptismal name of Ethelstan, and Alfred became his godfather. The following 12 days, Guthrum and his chiefs stayed with Alfred and were honoured with gifts and with feasting. Guthrum would then return to East Anglia. He would cease to be a threat and ruled for over a decade as a Christian king. There are coins that have been minted that show his baptismal name of Ethelstan. Guthrum would die in the year 890, around the age of 55. He was the rival of Alfred the Great for a time, and nearly had the whole of Wessex in the palm of his hand. But the two rivals underestimated each other, and through luck or destiny, Alfred managed to take back his lands against all the odds. In the end, the two men developed a friendship through Christ, and Guthrum would live out his kinship in peace, as Alfred advised. From the greatest of enemies who prayed for each other's downfall and death, these men would become spiritually bound through Guthrum's baptism, essentially ending the era of the Great Heathen Army. I hope you all enjoyed the video. If you did, make sure to like, subscribe and share, and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile.